Welcome back in to David L. Gray Off Code and Unscripted. I got five or ten for you today. That's when I have five amazing things to say. Only ten minutes to get it in. So let's start the clock now. So I was on vacation when the news broke about the African bishop's response to fiducia supplicants, right? And I was really just so amazed and thrilled because this is the first time in history that we've ever seen anything like this. We are we are living in a time of just just epic occasions. A whole continent. There's seven continents. Africa is one of them. A whole continent of Catholic bishops came together and told a pope no. The African bishop was like, no, Pope Francis. We will, we will not accept your gay documents. We will not accept your gay documents. Shame on you. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I can't tell you the type of emotions that were running through me as I read their document. The best way to describe it is this. But nevertheless, Pope Francis has now doubled, quadrupled, Cinco, Siete, Ocho down now on this teaching of fiducia supplicants. And recently he went on a television show in Italy and they asked him about this, about the pushback he's receiving from around the world from bishops about this teaching that you can bless sin. And he says, sometimes decisions are not accepted, but in most cases, when you do not accept the teaching, it is because you do not understand. What? That's not even how adulting works, let alone poping. It's, it's, Pope Francis, he speaks to us like we're children, like we're dumb. We're not dumb. There's four levels or four grades to the universal magisterium, to magisterial teachings. The first grade are those truths that are taught that are divinely revealed. That's the first. The second are teachings that defensively propose statements on matters closely connected to the first grade of divinely revealed truths. Now, for those first two grades, the church promises and guarantees that there is no error because these things were revealed by God. Now, the third grade are magisterial teachings concerning matters of faith and morals. Here, the church says there may be error. Okay, it's rare, but it could be. Now, the fourth grade where fiducia supplicants belongs is the grade is the fourth grade and it, it concerns matters concerning ordinary prudential teaching on disciplinary matters and according to cardinal radzinger in a document donum veritatis disciplinary matters also um, demand our assent of faith so we do have to believe them okay um but the church also says that there may be error here and what we're receiving from a whole continent of bishops in well as Eastern Europe and other places throughout the world is that there seems to be a sense of the bishops, a sense of the Episcoporum, that there are parts of fiducia supplicants that do contain error. That's the feedback that the Pope is getting from his brother bishops, from the College of the Bishops. And his response to this is like, oh, you guys just don't understand. But that's not how that works. For example, 
When the most two recent infallible teachings of the Pope were released concerning the uh, Assumption of Mary and the Immaculate Conception, um, in both of those cases, Pope Pius IX in 1854 with the Immaculate Conception and Pope Pius the Twelfth in 1950 with the Assumption, in both of those cases, before those teachings were promulgated, the Pope sent out a survey or they got broad consensus from the, the Episcoporum, from the bishops to get their, to get the sense of the Episcoporum. Is this what we believe? In both of those cases, there was a wide consensus, a broad consensus that yes, this is what we believe and this is true. And then it became, then it was promulgated as the teaching of the church. Right? So that's how it works. Or if there is not a broad consensus with the bishops about a teaching, then what, what happens is that a council is convoked. A council is called for the bishops can flush these teachings out. What is it that we believe? Not I believe. What is it that we believe as the magisterium? So that's how things work. And that's why we don't run into situations where something is promulgated and, and the Pope says, well, you guys just don't understand. <laughs> no, no, my man. No, no, brah. That's not how Poping works. It, that's how it, it's never worked. But um, but it is good to hear um, that there is seems to be a wide consensus, a growing sense of the bishops that fiducia supplicants, and I'm sorry, I don't pronounce this document. I know some Catholic commentators, when they're pronouncing, pronouncing this document, the gay documents, you know, they, they accentuate certain uh, the syllables of it. Right? But they say, they say, fiducia supplicants, fiducia supplicants. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like what I call situational accents. Like when I go into a Spanish restaurant, I don't ask for tapas. Can I have some tapas and some tangaritas? <laughs> I don't, sir. Can I have about five tapas and about 20 sangrias? <laughs> I don't say I don't like situational accents. So I apologize about that. If you want to hear me say, the gay document, there seems to be, we can be happy to see that throughout the world, bishops are telling us that fiducia supplicants is not a magisterial document. That's not how history is going to perceive it. It does not belong to the body of the magisterial teachings of the church because it does not have that broad consensus from the college of bishops. And that's good news. So great response by the African bishops, Eastern bishops of Eastern Europe and other places. Great job. Horrible job, horrible take by Archbishop Vigado, who in response to Pope Francis being a bad Pope, Vigado says, call us to his guard, lock him up. Listen, you can ask Pope Pius VIII and Pope Pius IX. What happens when you imprison a pope and lock him up? Is he not still the pope? Do you just stop being a pope when you're arrested? What does Vigano think this is? Like you're you're in Florida and you're a felon, you can't vote? That's that's not how being pope works. You're pope no matter where you are, Vigano. What what is this? I'm just happy. A lot of you guys want African Pope. Fine, I get it. But thank goodness Pope Francis is an African. The liberals have become vegan or racist right now. He said, call the police on a black man. <laughs> oh my God. This is such a Karen response. Is it? Vegan was acting like a complete Karen. Call the police. Lock up the Pope. He's bad. What? 
what? What is this? This is why I can't stand internet prelates. I can't stand internet clerics. I really can't. They just, they, they're on Twitter. They're on LifeSite News. They're on Facebook. Just say the most ridiculous things. And it's, I, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe, maybe Viganos like Francis, maybe I just don't understand. Maybe I'm a child. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. But this is what I do know. That being posting on X.com and Facebook and going to LifeSite News, that's not a sacrament. That's not even your superpower. That's not what you're here for. What these people can do for me, you know they can do for me. They, they can do what the Protestants did back in, I think, the 80s with the Promise Keepers. Remember these people, these Protestants were selling out or filling up football stadiums to bring men together to pray. How about these internet clerics? Go to some football stadiums. I don't know, the Horseshoe in Ohio. I, I don't know the... Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, where the Cavs played, the stadium there. Why don't you go have a traditional Latin mass in, in these stadiums, call people from all around the country to these football stadiums to celebrate and to worship God through the ancient liturgy. That's what you can do rather than being on the internet posting things that are just so ridiculous that it, it even makes it even makes dumb people look dumb by repeating them. And speaking of dumb things, Pope Francis on the same television show where he says that, you know, that they don't accept the gay document because they don't understand, he also says that his is his personal opinion, not the teaching of the church, but his personal opinion, that he would like to believe that hell is empty. Now, a lot of people are commenting and saying, well, it's good that Pope Francis made a distinction between what the church teaches, the dogma versus his own public opinion. There may be some merit there to comment on, but the problem here is that it's not that. The, the problem here is that Pope Francis has been Pope for about 10 years, and he still does not know what not to say. It's not, yeah, it's a big problem, some of the things he says, but he's been Pope for 10 years, he still doesn't know what not to say. And what not to say is what you personally believe, because we don't care. You're a Pope. You're the vicar of Christ. We don't want to look at you and see Bergoglio. We want to see Christ. We don't want to listen to you and hear Bergoglio. We want to hear Christ. He still does not know how to pope. He doesn't know how to be a source of unity for his brother bishops. And he does not know how to be shepherd. It's still his ego, his own personal show. And it's arrogant, it's ignorant, it's disgusting. We just want you, Francis, to be Pope, that's it. Do your damn job. So the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, is trying to put a person on the moon or some persons. And now they're telling us that this whole effort is going to be delayed another three to five years because something has went wrong. Well, what went wrong, apparently, is that, well, 1969, you guys are telling us that you did put some people on the moon, Apollo 2nd. And if you look at that ship, fellas, my man, it was made out of some plastic piping, some PVV piping, some aluminum foil, duct tape, and glue. That was it. And now you're telling us you, you can't MacGyver another ship to the moon? What's wrong? How about you stop focusing on diversity, equity, inclusion things, trying to fly a gay flag, a sodomy flag at your headquarters and on the moon, and just do your damn job. That's it. Or... Admit to us that 1969 didn't actually happen. It was staged. I don't know. This is David L. Gray Show. Thanks for listening. Uh, 
Jesus loves you and is there for you. So live your life like salvation matters. Live the liturgy. I'm out.